I want to ask you a question. How many people watched the royal wedding last weekend? A few people? What did you think of the sermon that was given? Look, I can can see some mixed opinions here. Some mixed opinions. You know, Bishop uh, Michael Curry um, gave a sermon that was a little too long, apparently. So, well, 14 minutes, apparently. Uh, well, it was measured at 14 minutes or 13 minutes something or other. Um, and it's, it's actually really interesting because if you think about it, one of the criticisms he had of his sermon was that he mentioned love too often. I think that's a really strange thing when you're talking about a marriage that you happen to have mentioned love too often in the service. I don't know what people think about marriages now, but uh, I think love should be like central to it, don't you? It should be like the founding part of, of who and what we should be in that union with husband and wife. There's also been, you know, lots of different other kind of things, you know, he was too extravagant, he was too much. I actually, I actually uh, read a little piece that, uh, you know, that that if you're meant to be preaching um, in front of, of royalty, you're meant to preach as though you are a shy person asking for directions in a tube station. So in other words, you can't be too upfront and in, you know, in people's faces. It's all about love. You know, you don't really want to do that, you know, and, 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 and Margaret Curry comes from a different background. And so we need to realise that that's quite different. And he quotes, and I'm going to actually use one of the quotes, which I think brings us into kind of into the nature of what we want to talk about today. And he quoted, the late Dr. Martin Luther King once said, and I quote, we must discover the power of love, the redemptive power of love. And when we do that, we will make this old world a new world, for love is the only way, because there is power in love. Don't underestimate it. Don't even over-sentimentalise it. There is power, power in love. That's really important, isn't it? You know, how often do you get a chance to speak to over a billion people and tell them about the power of love? You know, I think it is pretty amazing when you think about that. And today we're going to be talking about love. We've been going through our, our series on establishing the community of faith and how Jesus established this community of believers. And specifically, if we have a look up on the screen, we've, we've got the, the four elements that we've been looking at over this period. And we're in, we're, in, we're in week four of this section. Jesus sent his disciples. He actually, when you go out into the world, you know, being sent is actually a mark of a community of faith. The believers, the church, were sent out and we are sent as well to go and bring the good news of Jesus Christ to all the world. We explored two weeks ago that we were being filled with the power of the Holy Spirit. It's not just anything, but it's the power of the Holy Spirit to go out and tell the good news. Last week we looked at how being filled with the power of the Holy Spirit gives you courage, being courageous. 
And this week we are going to be focusing on being loved and being loving. There are two aspects to this because they're two different things. One is a receptive part and one is an action that we do. But as a community of faith, we are founded in being loved. Let me just put this up on the screen for you. Passage from our scripture that was read this morning. This is how God showed his love amongst us. He sent his one and only son into the world that he might live that we might live through him. This is love. Not that we have loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son as an atoning sacrifice for our sins. This is the basis of the church. That we are being loved by God. How important is that? Our, our whole basis of who we are as a Christian community, as a church is founded in the basis of being loved by God. And I want, I want to actually just focus in a little bit that's, that's really important for us. Because if you actually come in, when it says, this is how God showed his love amongst us, he sent his one and only son. You know, the, when, when you look at the Greek for that word one and only, it means the unique, the only one that is like this. There is nobody else. There is no other It is the one, it is the unique. And this is used to communicate the love that Jesus has for us. The love of God that has for us. It is the one and only unique love of Jesus Christ. John Stott says, No greater gift of God is conceivable because no greater gift was possible. And this is why Paul is able to write in 2 Corinthians, thanks be to God for this indescribable gift. It's the gift of love, of the unique love of Jesus Christ amongst us. The community of believers is founded in this one and only unique love of Jesus Christ. How many of you today believe this? There's a few of you, because that's what basis... I hope there's more than just a few. A few that put their hands up. But it's, it's actually, when we are loved, from that love of God, we can actually display love. It's, it's not static. You know, think about a marriage for a moment. If it's a one-way street, that one person is just absorbing all the love and gives nothing out from that, what happens? Caleb's going, I don't know. <laughs> Caleb's not married at the moment. so. But it, is, it, it breaks down, doesn't it? It's as though you're just absorbing and there's nothing there. We need to display our love back to God and we do that through worship, We do that through the services that we have, through the activities we do, and we do that to the brothers and sisters around us, to our neighbours. We move from being loved into being love. We display that wonderful love of Christ's redemptive, atoning nature within us to the world around us. Dear friends, 
Since God so loved us, we also ought to love one another. From John, 1 John 4, verse 11. How important is this? The church should be known for this, for its love, shouldn't it? I've probably said love too many times. I'm going to get criticised by this. But if you notice, the reading, the reading actually has love written in it so many times because it is really about that love of God for us and our love going out into the world. So let's hear this. How are we meant to love around us? If God loves us, what are we meant to do? Well, let's go back to this piece of scripture for us. And so we know and rely on the love of God for us. So so what what are we meant to do as a community of faith, as believers? We're meant to actually rely on the love of God. And and what's that loving of God? It's the saving grace found in Jesus Christ. It's the fact that our sins have been forgiven. It's the fact that Christ came and died for us and rose again and established the community of believers. That's what we are meant to found our love upon, you know, where God's love is for us. So whoever lives, God is love, and whoever lives in love lives in God and God in them. This, you know, this is what we're marked by. We're marked by this nature of love. This is how love is made complete amongst us, so that we will have confidence on the day of judgment. In this world, we are like Jesus. It is actually, I think that's so important. I think this passage has got so much for us that we need to be able to. The early church was called the people of the way because they followed in the way of Jesus. And what does this passage say? That we are to love and be like Jesus, and we are to be like Jesus. So following in the way of Jesus Christ, doing as he did. Caring for those sick, releasing the captives, healing the blind, feeding those who are hungry, telling the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ, that God has come down, his anointed one, and is proclaiming the love of God for all of the world. And what happens? You know, a church like like us, like New Beginnings, should be seen as a church that has no fear. Why? There is no fear in love because we are founded in the love of God and we should be loving communities showing out there. We should have not fear, but perfect love drives out fear because fear has to do with punishment. We're not talking about punishment because we have the saving grace of Jesus Christ already there for us. It's already, the work's already done. We just need to accept it for ourselves. The one whose fear is not made perfect in love, the one who fear is not made perfect in love, we love because he first loved us. Whoever claims to love God, yet hates a brother or sister, is a liar. A big statement for a community you face, isn't it? We really need to be marked by this love of our brothers and sisters in Christ. Whoever does not love their brother and sister whom they have seen cannot love God whom they have not seen. And he's given us this command, anyone who loves God must also love their brother and sister. See, 
We need to become a loving community of faith. Marked by the loving nature of Jesus Christ upon us. Now, I don't want to make you feel guilty. That's not what I want to do today. But this is exactly where the church has fallen down, isn't it? We preach love. We preach compassion. We preach being a loving community, but yet we are often hypocrites in all of this. We claim to be love, and yet we are seen as completely unloving. One of my ministry colleagues has the dubious task of, of advising a minister for defence about um, the new marriage laws that have come into place. And he was, we were having a conversation about the marriage uh, laws and the way the Uniting Church was going to, going to be looking and wanting to make a decision about this. And we were having a conversation and somebody said, oh, the church is a loving community and even if we say no, we're still being loving. And it was interesting. You know, I'm not going to advocate one way or another about all of this. I'm going to leave all of that alone. But I want us to focus on the basis of being loved. And his comment to us was this. He said, I advise the minister for defence on this. And we often say that we're a loving community. The problem is that nine out of ten people outside of the church do not see the church as a loving community. So we may walk and talk the words of being loving, but the community does not see it. They see us as judgmental, of condemning, of hypocritical. Have we been, and this is, I'm going to bring it personal for us, have we been like this for ourselves? Are we a loving community of faith? We need to temper this because sometimes we actually have to, and this is, this is where it's really hard for us, we have to be able to speak the truth. Love is founded in the saving grace of Jesus Christ. It's not founded elsewhere. We're not talking about romantic love. We're talking about the saving grace of Jesus Christ, forgiveness of sins upon you. And that is where our love comes from. One of the church fathers, Jerome, this is going way, way, way back for us, said that when the Apostle Paul was in his extreme old age, that he was so weak that he had to be carried into, the, into church meetings just like this. And at the end of the meeting, he would be helped up to his feet to give a word to encourage the church. And invariably, he would say, little children, let us love one another. And that would be it. The disciples began to grow weary of the same words time and time again. And finally they asked him, why do you always say the same thing over and over again? Why, little children, let us love one another. And the old apostle said, because it is the Lord's commandment. If this is only done 
then it is enough. See, a loving community, a loved community, and a loving community is one of the marks of the community of believers that Jesus has established. It's important for us to realise this and understand this within our own life. New Beginnings Uniting Church, this is who we are. We want to claim this for ourselves. Not because we think we are better than anybody else, but we know that this is what we need to have. This is what we know we need to be, isn't it? To be a loving community. Love that is founded upon the very nature of Jesus himself, the unique, the one and only Jesus Christ who came into the world and gave us the atoning love that only he could give. That we are called to have this brotherly, sisterly love. We care for one another. It doesn't mean that one person does everything. The community of faith is just one person going around and making sure everybody's okay. It doesn't mean that. It means everybody. All those involved care and look after those within the community and those in the broader community wider than us. It means that things like community cafe are important because that is showing the love in practical ways. It means things like life groups are important because that's talking about our spiritual health as individuals. It means the phone call is made by a member of the church to another person to see if they're okay. Is love. It means that the time that we go out and we are bold and we take on board this, that we are sent by Jesus Christ, that we are filled with the power of the Holy Spirit, that we have courage, that we can go out and tell the world about the love of Jesus Christ. To have the courage of this. And Mark and Joe, I'm just going to put you on a spot for a moment. You were in Fiji. You went to how many schools? Two schools. And you spoke about the love of Jesus Christ to, to one school, which was fantastic. And, and how many kids within that school? 120 kids. Fiji, overseas, 120 kids. That is love in action, isn't it? Because we're a community of faith that have been told to go and spread the good news of Jesus Christ. Pastor Jared, who we, we support and who Mark goes over and supports with mission work, is heading into a new area um, and he's actually asking for our prayers. Going into a new area that, that he's never been into before, into the poverty, it's an area with a lot of poverty and being able to go and preach the good news of Jesus Christ to them to talk about the love of Christ and to be the hands and feet of Christ in that community. 
We have a number of children who are supported through compassion, aren't we? Yep. Helping those kids in the situation of poverty that they are in, is that displaying love? Fantastic, good, it is. We do practical things. When we come down hard on somebody because we disagree with them over insignificant matters, is that displaying love? Not really, is it? We can disagree with people. We can come back to the scripture and say, well, actually, this is scripture. This is what Christ means about this. So we can be strong in our beliefs, but we need to be appropriate in the way that we communicate them. We need to be courageous and we need to be bold and we need to not worry about whether the world will criticise us for saying the love of Jesus Christ more than once. We're in this series and looking at how Jesus establishes this community of believers, the church. We've looked at how Jesus met with the disciples after his resurrection and encouraged them and enlivened. We've we've looked at how four elements of being are so important for the establishment of the church, of being sent, of being filled, of being courageous, of being loved and loving. I've kind of squished those together. In the next month, we're going to be shifting and looking at what are some of the marks of this loved community. We're going to be looking at holiness, at freedom and unity. And we're going to be having a look at where we as New Beginnings will be heading into the next next year. It's so important for us to realise that when we talk about the community of the church, it is not an abstract concept. It is who and what we are. We are the community of the church. We are the believers. We are the ones who are loved. So I want to leave you with two questions. They're not questions to make you guilty. They're questions to ask you where you are at. Are you a loved Christian? Does your life reflect the fact that you are loved by Jesus Christ? Is your life changed? Is your life renewed? Are you refreshed because of this or are you tired are you a loved christian are you excited by this and the second one follows on are you a loving christian are you somebody who is willing to go and display the love of jesus christ that you have to those around you let's just pray together Lord Jesus Christ, come to us now. Speak to us. Let us love one another. Because, Lord, we know that that love comes from you, O God. Let us be born of the love that Christ has for this world. Let us be rebirthed in its nature that we are wonderfully and beautifully made in the image of God. 
that we are a community established because we are loved by God. We are a community who are defined by the loving concern that we have for one another and for the loving concern we have for the world. Help us to seek the truth in all matters. Help us to testify to this truth in grace. Help us to proclaim the good news courageously and with power of Jesus Christ. So today as we pray, we ask this question. O Lord, help us to feel loved again today. Help us to feel loved and made complete in the saving grace of Jesus Christ. Help us not to be fearful or anxious because we know our destiny, because Christ has died for us. And Lord, help us to be loving, to take that love that you have given us and spread it into all of the world. The love of Jesus Christ who died for our sins and who lives again. May this be upon us now and always. Amen.